Then they're pretty fucking shitty at it because the storm already hit us. They figure out how to manipulate the weather. I'm on to you, ISIS! So essentially what you're saying is the storm is a bunch of ISIS getting together going... You're not uh, vigilant enough if you don't believe that. Now... You're right, they could be farting. What's what? What's your name gonna be? Good question, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Who are you chatting with Mom right now? Texting me, sweet nothings. Who is? My mother. As, my mother. All right. Huh? Type back to your mother. Hey, what should my nickname be? All right, hold on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew I could have predicted this. This is my childhood nickname for her or for me. I mean, Hunky Bunky Boo Boo. <laughs> <laughs> And there it is, Hunky Bunky Boo Boo. Hunky Bunky Boo Boo. What's up, Hunky Bunky Boo Boo? Got that Jose. Oh, the how you drink tequila, dude. It's easy. Just like vodka. As we do ah. the exact same thing. You should have been, been recording this whole thing, by the way. Alright. I am... Alright, what's my name, man? Spanky, hunka bunka boo boo. Spanky, we can do. I think Spanky, we can do. Alright. So what? Spanky, is Spanky and L gay? No, Spanky and hunka bunka boo boo. That's not. We can't, we can't call me hunka bunka boo. <laughs> hunky bunky boo boo. <laughs> Why not? It's not good for radio. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? That's amazing for radio. For short, we can call. For short, we can call you Hunka Bunka. So what's up? This is Spanky. I'm coming to you on a just two drunk vets podcast, and this is my and this is my buddy. This is my buddy, Hunky Bunky Boo Boo. It's not gonna work. <laughs> I got a piss.
this in a bottle. I can't recommend Gatorade bottles enough. In Iraq, I said, the fucking thing is thick enough to stick your soft penis in. <laughs> so it's not like that when you piss into a Coke bottle, you're just kind of putting your, you're just kind of putting your head on the lid, you know, and just trying to hope nothing spills out. Gatorade bottles, you can literally stick your entire cock in and let the fucking shit fly. Look at that right now. I'm a little hard. Just kidding. You shouldn't be. Tell us a little bit about yourself, about your past, what you've done, where you've been. Quit being a nervous piece of shit and fucking talk. Nothing nervous, but I don't like talking about myself, which I definitely have to get over. Fuck you, talk. Well, are we, uh, is this going? Are we doing this? Yeah, we're practicing. Right, so I joined the army in 2002. Uh, was a grunt. Only job I was ever interested in. Didn't want anything else. Fuck it, because I, my favorite movie was Platoon. Uh, so I sort of uh, fantasized about what being an infantryman was like. Uh, and I was right on the money. It's all about drinking and fucking and smoking and cussing and offending people, which I fucking love. And the only way guys with our personalities can exist in the military is to be infantrymen. So that's what I did, and went to Iraq twice, spent 29 months in Iraq total, fucked me in the head for life, but that's okay. And, uh, been pretty much lost ever since I got out, which is a whole other story, that's a totally long story. But, uh... So fucking tell it. I think I'm your pretty... I think I'm your pretty average grunt. Not, no, I'm not your average grunt, but I'm a grunt that fills a role. So when you talk about infantry, man, there's many different kinds. Uh, mostly alpha males. There are, there are certain guys that are like PT studs and love the idea of soldiering. Uh, there are certain guys in the infantry that like the idea of womanizing and just getting drunk. And there are certain guys that just don't give a fuck and they like hunting or whatever the fuck. Whatever draws you to being an infantryman. What drew me being an infantryman was I don't give a fuck about shit and I like getting drunk and fucking pussy and shooting people and all that kind of fun stuff. <laughs> I want to kill people. <laughs> Without going to prison. <laughs> oh my god! I just dropped my cigarette down my pants! Did it light your fuse? I literally have my pants. My pants are around my knees because I was scratching my balls. And then the cigarette dropped into my pants. <laughs> you fucking infantry pieces of shit. Wow. So what's up? I'm Spanky. You know what? That's another a very overseen thing about grunts is we're very accepting. Like uh, my favorite bar is a gay bar. So, like, your average person would think grunts are uh, homophobes or we're, like, stuck off or whatever. Like, dude, I just want to party. I don't give a fuck. 
Like, uh, social issues mean nothing to us. I can, we can make a, a, a good thing out of nothing. But yeah. What about you there, Spanky? Oh, so what's up? I'm Spanky. Now, why did you become Instant Because my, my memories of you uh, uh, at the beginning were you're like this kind of anti-social punk guy. So I was always kind of confused why you would be drawn to the conformity of not only like of the army, but hanging out with grunts who, from the outside looking in, you wouldn't fit in because you don't really give a fuck about certain things. Maybe your stereotypical grunt uh, would would give a fuck about. You know what I mean? This dude. Which is actually why I've always liked. Uh, oh, thank you. Well, this dude I met. He was like, yo, do you want to fuck bitches, kill people, and fight? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, you should go infantry. That was my recruiter. Really? Yeah. Well, so you went to the recruiter not knowing anything about Oh, I'm not going to lie to you, man. At the time, I worked at McDonald's. Like, I didn't even know there was a oh. war coming up. Of course I knew about 9-11. Like, I'm not just fucking retarded. Like, no, but, no, I know what you meant. No, I, like, man. news That's had so nothing to do with my me. life. I believe it. I believe it. And that sets so opposite of me because I grew up in a military family. My both still in the military if I joined uh, and I, I absolutely knew what the injury was, and I absolutely knew that we were going to war with Iraq, which is why I chose Germany, because I had this huge list of places I could go. I was like, well, if we're going on war with Iraq, it's most likely to go to the station closer, so I'll pick Germany, and I grew up in Europe, so whatever, but... Oh, yeah, I had... Back opposites as far as I got. Oh yeah, I had no idea. And the dude was like, you want to go infantry? I didn't fully know what infantry was. And I was like, sure, whatever. Where do you want to be stationed at? And I was like... What? So, literally talked you into being like a truck driver. No, he was like, oh, so you want to go infantry? And I had no idea even what infantry was. And he was like, okay. Yeah, but I'm saying you knew so little. Oh. Had you gone to the recruiter's office and he wanted to sign you up as a truck driver, he could have. Yeah. By all means. He, I, I could have ended up as a dental chair technician. Right, right. Laundry and bath specialist. Yo, where were they when we were deployed? Because I remember doing my fucking laundry in a little pool. Yeah, where the fuck were those posts? <laughs> I saw a fucking truck one time. Dude, I don't get it. I saw a fucking truck one time. It was like a, uh, a whatever, a hat. And it had laundry wings attached to it. And I'm like, where the fuck are these for us? This is not your goddamn job. I mean, how did we do laundry? And we took a brush, we got some hot water and some soap, and we fucking scrubbed our shit. 
like, I don't remember laundry being done for me in Iraq. Well, it's like some Poe guy. I was just talking to the other day about, like, remember going to this one coffee stand and getting mad? I'm like, no, I was a grunt. I don't any of that. Bro, you remember... Bro, you remember going when there were like, bro, you remember going to Camp Victory when there were 148 blouses to wash in under two hours? Yeah, yeah, uh, I remember that, buddy. Shit sure was rough, but we got it out. Remember all the chips? Remember all the horny chips at Al Assad? Uh, no, I don't. I was jerking off five times a day. I don't fucking remember. I'm pretty sure guys were jerking off in my gunner's hat uh, well, on guard, my face up to the brow pad on patrol, me looking at just it's probably just cock balls Dude. all against this fucking thing, and I'm putting my face right into it. Was <laughs> so Larson's working McDonald's. Yeah, oh yeah, I was working for McDonald's. My recruiter asked, hey, do you like drinking, fucking, and fighting? And he was like, alright. I'm confused. What made you... In the first place, because you come across as a very antisocial guy. Well, you do back then. I think you're a lot more conformed. I'm... Your reputation back then was antisocial guy, pink guy. I, so why would a guy like you go to the two on? Alright, so first and foremost, let me ask you, what gave me this antisocial punk guy uh stigma? Cause I never it's tried to be. You show me picture. I'm not saying it was fake. No no no. I'm no. not saying that you were a mask, it's just but it's who you were. You have weird tattoos. Your hair was got a crazy color. To me, you seem like a punk from a healthy punk scene. Uh, you seemed very anti-mainstream. All your all the shit you've ever been into is not mainstream. So I always classified you as a sort of uh, like myself. I'm a punk guy. I love punk. Uh, I always put you in that category, category. Uh, so I, it always was weird to me that you even joined the army, let alone become a grunt. But I suppose if you're going to join the army, that's the perfect place for you to be. Uh, but you're a, you're not a mainstream guy, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh-uh. You're a little off, uh, off the beaten path. But the army was the best thing I've ever done in my entire life. I'm still not necessarily yeah, a, I'm not what you'd call a mainstream guy, but I know how to act like one. Take that with a grain of salt. But, uh. Oh, okay, yeah. I joined the army. It's recruiter. He didn't he lie to. What? videos, you would always go to Larson's room to uh, watch 
these crazy, like, internet videos that you never saw anywhere else. Is that a guy who just off or something like that? I don't know. And weird videos. I still do that so much. Good. So, uh, what you, you joined in what? 2003, right? 2002, motherfucker. Okay. Oh, whoa. Okay. Uh, okay. I was in basic, and we had a uh, giant. Every single person in basic training from uh, 30th AG to right up people graduating the next day. We had a formation there. And we had to see these two fuckers who got in trouble for pouring um laundry detergent in some soldier's eyes. Why? Because they were being shown that they were the standard and they were getting Article 15s and kicked out forever, no matter what. Guess who it was? And then I met this dude named Betty. Oh, God. <laughs> Every new guy is what I'm gathering. So you and Betty poured soap on a guy's face? Is that what I'm understanding? No. I was in the formation where I saw Betty standing in the middle. Dude, but you hate every new guy is what I'm kind of gathering. You hated oh. me when I first joined. You hated Betty when he first joined. Oh, who doesn't? I mean, you go to a there unit is, and you pay your dues. You can't say then that you don't hate everybody. It's kind of hard not to. It's like I'm remembering coming <laughs> back from Iraq after a hit. Well, I, that's, I mean, that's why I started to feel bad for new guys. Because you remember, like, the mounted guys came back the next day? And uh, like uh, this mounts came one day, the mounted guys came the next day. So w when our buses pulled up to the barracks, you know, you guys and Chief and all them guys were standing there ready. So the mounted guys got off, and I just remember them saying like, I, I still to this day remember Chief yelling at new guys like, "Don't you dare let one of them carry their own bags." And these guys all picked up the bags for us, shit. But I mean. It's just how it goes. It's all, if you're a new guy as a grunt, you're always going to get that. What? Dude, I people always talk about the new guy shots in Germany. That was started with Moa, but that was never before me. Okay. I showed up in Germany, and the whole company was up. Nothing. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh. 
throughout the journey, the entire was in uh, uh, snow. So the base was pretty empty, and there was, you know, I kind of got treated with kid gloves because there was only rear gate shit. But then once the company came back, uh, oh God, it was a storm. And smoked, which, which knowing better now, I've just rejected it. But this one sergeant who's in the cities, he's drunk as fuck. They've been in the field for 30 days. Uh, this one sergeant in the uh, kitchen, kitchen area, I guess. And started with new private, you're going to go along with it. You're going to smoke me for no reason. Oh! Um, then they produced a tall shot glass. And they made up a rule of, if you want to stop fucking with you, you have to finish this shot, which is like eight long, whatever. Uh, you have to drink this entire shot without throwing up. So like, all right, fuck, give me the shot. So I, um, uh, as a non, I, didn't, I was 18, and I know a little fuck drinking at the time. I chugged, it was a huge mistake. You should just open your, and let that shit swallow. <laughs> And obviously I couldn't get the vodka down quick enough, so I get all the way. So then they made me fast shot. When they said, "All right, well you're a failure. You have to try again." Fill the shot glass up uh, with again. Again I tried. Again I failed. So like one more chance, guy. And they filled the shot glass with tequila this time. So. I, all right, well, I'm not doing this again. I got to get this over with and have these guys leave me alone. So I said, fuck it. And I just, all the tequila in this thing, or literally the second I put the cup, I ran out onto the balcony on the second floor and just put shit vomit everywhere. But they, leave, they left me alone after that. That, in turn, evolved into the new shot. Which I'm proud to say, I, I will dispute anyone, that I was the beginning of that. The new guy shot evolved into like what happened to me just by some drunken CO that just got back from the field. It wasn't planned out. That shit didn't happen before us. That was something we developed. That is... But, uh, but I, I was the first. I was the absolute first. Nothing, man. That's great. How do you feel being a new guy? You, 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 you have an interesting story because you were uh, a new guy that came to a line unit that was already in Iraq, right? Yep. Um, being who I am, um, when I got to Germany, I was in the rear D. And I showed up to the yeah, rear D. We were already in Iraq. Yep, I showed up about three days after you guys. My rear, really? my rear D commander. They didn't really give a shit about anything. Like we didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like for the first week, we just showed up and got drunk every day until noon. And then we get, and then we drank more after noon. Cause we didn't even know where the uh, the 
formation was. Like, these are the people who are in charge. They didn't know anything. Right. Um. And they were bad dudes. They were just kind of pieces of shit who didn't know what was going on. But, I mean, after a while, we were the first group to go through, um, IIR, IITR, ITR, something like that. Whatever the fucking training oh was. God, you know what's the most about what it's like to be in Iraq? So, but how... How does it feel showing up to when you, like, you come to Alpha 16 Oh! How does it feel as a new to be, I mean, it's kind of intimidating where you show up and all these people have been done. Oh, done all this shit. I was scared. We both, we both know now that I have one. Oh, bro, I was scared shitless. I, I didn't know what, what to expect. I didn't know what to expect. Considering what happened you know, one. And what happened to us has been hit. Uh, completely dead. Completely yeah. fucking dead. But all I heard about were the firefights you guys got in. Yeah, true. We got a I mean, nothing crazy, but we did get firefights. No, it wasn't crazy after hit, but after just Baghdad, it was fucking insane. But that it, would that would be intimidating as fuck, dude. That was scary as shit. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, that was great. I sat in the fucking Humvee for like two months, or the excuse me, the Bradley for yeah. like two months. Jump out of a Bradley. And Gad goes, uh, this is the first time I knew he was lying. Gad said the battalion jumped in and they landed they landed in the ocean, they had to to the beach, and he said the one one threes were waiting for them on the beach. And I remember thinking as a private, like, you know what, dude? The army doesn't have their shit together that much. <laughs> they can coordinate something. They could coordinate something where the vehicle's waiting for you empty on a beach. Nah, bro, I don't fall for it. But he said, you know, half his platoon died from drowning, and then another half, like, died on the beach taking fire. Like, nigga, it wasn't Normandy. It was Panama, and I have respect for Panama Beth. I'm just saying, like, don't fucking lie to me. And he made this whole thing about how, like, we were fighting four days straight. I'm like, ah, no, you weren't. I can easily look at the casualty list and confirm you're lying. Uh, I think 19 Americans died during Operation Justice Cause. 
and 17 of those were dealt for us, so fuck off. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like them saying the first armored division is going to invade Iraq. And you're like, what are we going to do? We're just going to land you guys on the beach <laughs> and we're going to have all your vehicles lined up. I'm like, you don't have that fucking capability. You're not. The U.S. Army is great, but there's no way you fucking coordinated to where was waiting for us on the beach to get in and assault the enemy. Fuck off. Where's the Black Hawk down, bitches? Y'all ain't ready for shit. Okay, okay. So, I understood. So I was scared shitless when I got to this unit. And, uh, it's this unit of miscreants. It's this unit of hooligans. And horrible people who just cursed a lot. And I fucking loved it. Goddamn people. Alright, man. So, obviously, me... And fuck, what's your nickname? Uh, I guess we're, we should go. I don't know. I guess we should go with El Gay. I like El Gay for what it meant. It, you know, I was the only white guy amongst all these Hispanics. Uh, it's kind of a term of endearment for me. And in Spanish, uh, la cague, la cague means I fucked it up. So that was very appropriate, but I don't know. I like y'all gay. I like. I also like it. Uh, a sentiment of me being like a homo because I'm not, but I don't mind all y'all gay because I'm very defensive of homo since my brother's one. But uh, <laughs> I like y'all gay. All right, I'll gay. I'll gay. Right. Me and Al Gay ended up in the same unit. We uh, ended up doing two tours together. And, bro, you want something crazy? It's been about 14, 15 years since we've known each other. Well, I fucking know, hope I mean, so. I knew you before you were married. I knew you before you were married and had kids, and now you have these all uh, grown ass kids. Yeah. Got these little people, man, fucking running sure around. Dude, don't be fucking jealous, man. Oh, no. I'm not getting into any of this with you. Nope. Not on here. Nope. I, what, I'm not, uh, no. I'm not suggesting anything. I'm no, I'm not saying you are. <laughs> My son has gotten those since he was born. And he hasn't fucking stopped. 
be my next war. Yeah. But, so we ended up in the same yeah, unit together. And, uh, we're not trying to talk shit. Anyone is more than welcome to write us in. But, fortunately, or I guess depending on how you think of it, unfortunately, we went infantry. And we're not trying to talk shit about it. The way I see it, huh. we're not better than anyone else. All we did is choose a different job. Because we couldn't have done how, anything uh, we did without you, without support or without other people in the military. You aren't wrong, but I do, I do tend to uh, carry a bit of cockiness about being a grunt. Well, that right is... Here, that... Vets from Iraq talk about what they went through. like, <laughs> wow, must have sucked. That day the Starbucks was fucking closed. <laughs> so, I mean, I definitely put us in a different category, but I'm not... I don't want to disrespect Pogues. They had their place. That's fun. But we chose to be more... Uh, yeah, abuse, but see, you know, like me, I didn't know what I was getting into. That's the that's the lifestyle I. Yeah, yeah. I embrace being that guy that like, oh, we're grunts, we don't get the good shit that everyone else gets. That's fine. By all means, I embrace that. Like the other day, uh, the wife was down at a. Uh, she decided to go to a, a radio station. Was doing something down the way for veterans. And, uh, she decided to head down there, just kind of see what it was about. And she ended up with, like, a $5 gift card or something. But there was this dude there, and she said he probably weighed three to 400 pounds. And he was talking to her, like, yeah, like not hitting on her, not doing anything inappropriate. Just saying, like, I was a veteran. And she looked at him, and she's like, that's great. And he kept telling her, like, no, you don't understand. I was a real veteran. And she's like, no, I get it. That's awesome. And he's like, no, I deployed. And she's like, yeah, so did my husband. He was infantry. And he just looked down. He was like, oh, well, I, I, I wasn't infantry and just walked away from her. That, like, I don't understand why anybody talks crap to one another, period. I don't care who you are or what you did. But unless you were fucking John J. Rambo, you do not get to talk shit to anybody because there's always someone more badass than you. Agree. 100. And that's the only, uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. The only problem I've ever had with that, people trying to talk up their experience more than it was. I mean, I, I never go around uh, telling people what I did or who I was or whatever the fuck, but I encounter a lot of people that didn't do shit talking up how much they did shit. Like, 100%, uh, man. That's how it is. I was a fucking old goddamn... I was a gutter's mate on a naval ship. 
That's fine. But don't act like you were on SEAL Team 6, bitch. Oh, yeah. Hey, you, That's great. You I did. don't act like I'm a green Hey, you did the job you signed up for. Bottom line. And that is awesome. Right. And I, that's fine. That's totally fine. I respect that. I respect that. Being an infantryman is not for everyone. It takes a certain kind of individual. I have no problem with that. I get it. I happen to, to, I happen to want to live that sucky life. I saw platoon, like I said. I wanted to be the guy sleeping in the rain, fucking digging ditches and doing the shitty work that no one else wanted to do. I loved what being a grunt meant. You were in this sort of brotherhood and you guys embraced and sucked together and whatever. I wasn't a complainer. I was, uh, my whole thing too was, was uh, how quickly could I make a joke about something? And my best story <laughs> with that is when Chief died. So, what? Chief killed himself and, oh my god, breaking news! Uh, after telling, I love, I see we can laugh about it now. Like I fucking, it doesn't mean I respect you. I, you know, I, I okay. I love Chief. Love I know you so do I too. Got, I got the the horrid phone call, boil and boil something what happened. I freaked the fuck out. And three days, it was three days went by. It was on a Friday, so I was trying to go to my counselor at the vet center, and they were closed. And for three days, I did not just drink as much alcohol as I could and cry my ass off. I was un uncontrollable crying, sobbing, crying. And I, on Monday morning, I, I waited outside the vet center for my counselor to come to work am. And I pulled together, I went to the reception's office, and you know, I was like, Hey, uh, is there any way I can see Steve right now? And I was holding it together fine. And he's like, and Steve happened to walk out. My counselor is like, hey, man, uh, I'm clear. You want to come in and talk to me real quick? I'm like, sure, sure. So I went to his office, and as soon as I went to his office, he closed the door. And the door closed. The fucking, everything I was holding back came out. My tears just flew. I, I, I was sobbing. And Steve looked at me, he's like, what's wrong? What's what's wrong? And I lost my mind. I was crying, crying, crying. And I was like, I was like, Steve, I can't get away from this fucking war. Like, my best, one of my best just killed himself and shit. And he sat me down, and he's like, what happened? How'd he kill himself? And, <laughs> and I said, well, knowing Chief, he probably used a bow and arrow. <laughs> and we both started laughing at we both started laughing our asses off. Oh I'm my! Like, you know what, dude? I know you're. He's like, I know you're hurt by all this, but that's the best action you could have. You you found laughter in this. I'm like, uh, well, like I mean, you know, you're kind of right. It comes down like, to I found a way to make a a good old infantry racist joke. <laughs> there you go. Like, no, that comes down to when, like, when uh. That dude got shot in the eye. Our first reaction... Wow. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say his name. <laughs> Dick. Muff isn't named, uh, Lardog. 
You just, you just. You're not gonna be able to search moth on the internet. But okay, moth. my our our first reaction was to be like, dude, just do it. It was the plan. For him to go, that thing from Family Guy, that joke. If any of us got hurt. Where you just breathe in and out real deeply right. for a couple, you know, a couple minutes. <laughs> and he got this big grin on his face. Yeah. And he's like, I can't fucking do it. It hurts so bad. And like, we didn't know if he was going to live or not. But if you, if you don't 100% think that they're going to survive an injury or... If they're not going to appreciate the jokes that you make after they go, then you can't make them. But if they're fine with it, you go right ahead. The great thing about getting shot is uh, him back to the Bradley and him going, You son of a bitch, that was my good eye. <laughs> That's comedy for days for me. Like, That's how I'd want to go out. Oh, dude, I asked him how things were going for him after he got to Walter Reed, and he's like, Well, I read slower. <laughs> I mean, dude, he's alive. I mean, I'm so grateful Muff was <laughs> killed. Uh, so I can I only make jokes about how grateful I am he's still alive. Like, and then through that tragedy, uh, what happened? He met a beautiful. He married and had kids with. Yeah, dude. Like in, you, tragedy or that's I mean, I have. Or like it, that's great. I couldn't be happier. For yeah, I mean, like no one, no one can question my love of Moth and Chief and uh, TJ too. But the best thing we can do, I mean, it's you know, not, like, if I'm going to be uncomfortably it, honest here, uh, I am so grateful that I didn't die in Iraq because, you know, um, people don't care. People don't care. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I hold that against people. It's the nature of war. But if you, you're just a name. You're just a statistic. Dude. No one really cares once you die. See, and it sucks. That's horrible. That's a horrible thing. That's uh, I hate that and I resent it. Of course, I don't like that. It reminds me of my dad. I was asking my dad one time because my, my dad was special ops in Vietnam, and I was always like, "Well, did you ever go to like group counseling?" And my dad, my dad was in Vietnam. He's in Vietnam for a long time, and he was saying. Uh, he tried once in the 80s to go to group counseling, and he sat down in a group, and this other guy shows up 15 minutes late, right? So they're already talking and talking, whatever. And the guy shows up late, makes a big scene about being late, then sits down in a chair and continues to pull off his prosthetic leg and sit next to him. And my dad lost his mind. And I lost his mind. But he lost his shit. He was like, "What the fuck? Like, are you trying to fucking be a victim? Like, you're not the only one that was hurt by the war, you fucking bitch. Like, you're purposely, <laughs> you're purposely taking off your prosthetic leg so we all see. Hey, this guy's got a fake, fake leg. Oh, 
like, you're nobody. Fuck you. And my dad walked out. And he said, never went back to a group, group meeting area. I kind of understand that. Like, I did too. Um, I would never say that. Personally, I would never use those words. But I do respect where it's coming from. Like, yeah, after I've been poor, I've seen, like, it's almost a business to be like, oh, look at me, I'm a victim of war. But okay. Alright, man. Again. To our listeners. Us serving in the military, in the infantry, by no means do we ever mean to talk shit to anybody who didn't serve in the infantry. You all served, and you all helped. We do, we do, we do what we... We, yeah, do, we do what we thought we don't. Like, I still respect people in the Navy. It's fine. I respect you. But I'm allowed to talk shit. Really? So uh, you're, you're like, hey... I mean I hate... I, 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 Coast Guard above Navy, is that what you're saying? but alright man so that's kind of our story um well we have a thousand more uh, stories where that came from dude there's we only scratched the surface no there's so many more stories like you can't say a thing about when we first got in all right. Um, well, this is a good place to stop. We've established the beginning. We have so much more to get into. All uh, right. Let's get into questions. Yeah, we have, yeah, we have All right, man. What? Questions. I thought we were done. No. Question. Done? Hell no! Alright. Let me hear your first touch. Alright, the first question is... God damn it, wait. My internet's not quite good out here. This is gonna be the best show ever. (laughs) God damn it, I'm gonna fucking teabag your face hole. I'm gonna teabag the. I'm gonna teabag the lowest hole in your face. Oh, here it is. My son came back on leave, and me and my husband thought it would be okay to buy him a bottle of alcohol when he asked, even though he's not of age. But ever since he's been back, all he wants to do is drink. Did the military make my son an alcoholic? Uh, plus, 
I mean, you're talking about you're talking about a scene where you're going to combine men and women from all 50 states, uh, meaning all have unique individual experiences about growing up and shit. So how are we going to make these people get along? Well, what's the common denominator? We can all get fucked up together and bullshit. So uh, it's not so much the, the military thinking, but you live that lifestyle and you appreciate drinking. And so I got into this unit. We were deployed. So maybe things were a little more stressful, a little more hard. Of course things were... You know, I just want to fucking drink no matter what. So we redeployed. And there are these guys who are older than I am. Oh, you know, a lot older than I am. Doing this stuff. And all they're doing is drinking. That's it. So in my opinion, I feel like that's where... Right. I, in a way... That's where I learned to become an adult, a man. Like, this is how you deal with the shit that happens. Uh, I agree. You know what I mean? It's not that... It teaches you the difference between as a teenager and during as a man. I agree with you there. Like, it's not that, hey, you're a fucking drunk and it looks like you're having fun with it. It's that... Oh, this is how you be an adult. And there's nothing wrong with oh, that. I never got called with drunk. What? Yeah, I was saying, I, I never got called a drunk until I was out of the army. Yeah, like, like no. You're drunk. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. But, like, no, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I'm a drunk. I fucking show up to work every single morning, stone sober, ready to go, because I drive for a living. Yeah. You know, like, you do it fucking responsibly. You yeah. do what you need to do to treat yourself like the man you are. If you can't handle it, don't drink. But as far as... Your son's not an alcoholic. That's just how he's learning to be a man. That's how he's learning to deal with things that he's having issues with. Right. That doesn't mean that he's just going to be a straight alcoholic for the rest of his life. Yeah, I know. Hey, bro. I'll be right back. Hey, bro, you... I'll be right back. You talk to yourself for a minute, okay? Talk to the listening audience. Let's see how you do. Oh, what? Keeps winning, got the nomination, but 
this is the beginning. You know, folks are you're a fucking idiot. And you suck giant cocks. <laughs> you like cocks in your mouth? Do you? you like sweaty balls all in your face? That's me upside down, fucker. Hey, man. So, do you have any questions from people? I don't, but I think this went very well, and I could kind of see where we're going with this, so I will definitely, uh, try to get some questions. Uh, I think this went really good, actually, man. Uh, it's entertaining. We shoot the shit and we forget about what we're doing. This could work. So I'm not... I like what we did. I don't know what this angle is. The ball angle, I suppose. But I like what... Uh, I would love, I mean, I'm asking you to do work, because uh, I'm not doing it, but I would love to see it, like, edited and, like, you know, everything worked out. But I think we did a pretty good I think a lot of people would be interested in our, uh, our banter. Look, well, man, this podcast isn't just for veterans. It's for everybody, man. Um, it's for veterans' families that may have questions or may want to know what's going on. It's for uh, people who are about to join who may kind of want to want some more insight. It's for people who have no idea who veterans are. Don't even know who the U.S. military is. Fucking write us questions. We're more than happy to try and answer them the best we can. I don't know. It's just got a big picture of Harambe and it, say, it says uh, failed EIB. Uh, no go at moved move under direct fire. <laughs> True. Duck dive dodge and dive or whatever the fuck. Dip duck dodge dive and dip. 
remember fucking. Alright, guys, that was the first podcast of Two Drunk Vet. Just Two Drunk Vets. That was, uh. Spanky and. I don't fucking know his nickname. Honey Boo Boo. Something like that. That's his nickname. So call him Honey Boo Boo. Um. Hey, man, you guys have a kick ass evening. Please write in with questions or comments at Just Two Drunk Vets at uh, yahoo.com let us know your questions comments insults I don't give a shit whatever you want to say man let us know